you know, it's something... like I'm talking about myself a lot. Which no, that's weird. why you're here. It's called an interview with Donnie. So, oh shit, that's right. Okay, all right. Let me let me just bring you up to speed. Yeah, no, I okay. like it. Push, put it over to me. Like with the anxiety, quick, real quick for mine. I just had panic attacks. Like it started with panic attacks. I buried things all throughout my childhood. Raised by my aunt and uncle, not by my parents. Kind of gone out. I was homeless at 18, 19 years old. Had to, you know, didn't know where my next meal was going to come from. But I always had this like mental thing in my head, like, oh, it's okay. It's fine. Like, I always pushed it down. I didn't realize, like, holy shit, Mark, like, dude, you're homeless right now. Dude, you have no money right now. Dude, you have nothing right now. Dude, you're, you know, but I was just always just like, no, 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 you know. And I was, I'd play music and that would be it, dude. You know what I mean? I'd play guitar and that was it. There you go. And um, eventually, I feel like if I didn't have that positive attitude, I'd still be in that spot. Mm. But now that I'm out of that, my the damage that that did to my brain, you know mm. what I mean, is now coming out when things are okay. Like oh, but shit, it like you know it planted I mean? a seed of doubt. Just exactly what you said before. You get those seeds planted early, right? And then later on, they poof, blossom. They blossom yeah. because, like, for me, I don't know about you, but I was really easy to be in denial about shit all the time. Right. Like, oh no, I'm fine. No, this is perfect. Everything's cool. No, I'm, I oh, know. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah. Because you can you can gloss over that easy. Yeah, but you don't realize, guys, and for those people who are listening, if you keep doing that, you're whole life i promise you someday that shit's gonna, gonna explode it's, it's gonna, gonna explode and sure. it did for me you know and uh that's yeah and now it's something i was dealing with they kind of want to even put me on an antidepressant for it and i'm really trying not to i'm trying to eat better i'm trying to do things you know what i mean i don't sure. want to get on prozac or any of that stuff but yeah, yeah, yeah. i am not dogging it because i might you know what I mean? And then I was, uh, I did a lot of opiates before to where that kind of messed up my brain and kind of made it so I couldn't be happy. You know what I mean? Because like, and that happens, you know, when you do, when people dabble in drugs and this and that, like, you know, it kind of like fried my brain to this because you're just getting so much serotonin and dopamine just pump, pump, pumped. And then when you cut that off, bam, you got to start making it that's for like yourself. Some, <clears throat> that's some bad news bears right there. I mean, like, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. I guess... From the time that, from the time that I was like, okay, punk rock is the way to go, and then, you know, being in Sioux Falls, and then moving forward, um, over the years, uh, just just played a, a grip of shows, and because uh, it's all about me, because I'm a narcissist, right? <laughs> so no, but I love that. So you're playing shows, and like yep, you... playing shows, Phil's Pub. Um, I mean, I'm just. Is that when you're just, happiest? Just a flood of thoughts, man. I don't know. No, definitely not when I'm. Well, I mean, I don't know. There was, it was something. I was going to college and I was playing punk rock shows and I was working at Sid's Liquor downtown, and uh, it was something. And life uh, was easy. Life was easy. That's yeah. a good way to put it. And uh, yeah, so I mean, that's what I did for a long time, and uh, you know, I mean, basically. Uh, I don't know, man. You played like, hockey, right? I did, yeah. You did play hockey. So Jordan, please be a hockey player, Six too. Six to 16, yeah. That's cool, man. So yeah, uh, yeah, I did that. But anyway, hey, I hate to interrupt that segue, yeah. but I have to say, um, you know, Smash Cut 2, 2007. Okay. 2007 brings the metal, and that was when metal was introduced. Oh, dude. That's right. when I transitioned from more, the punk rock to the metal. It's like that kind of metal, though. It's kind of like the I hate my dad, though, metal, like the little, a lot of emo shit. Um, yeah. There's a definitely a nice dose of it. You know what I mean? Perhaps. Like AFI and 
like I remember my first Warp Tour was 2006, 2007, dude. Now think about every band on Warp Tour, Fall Out Boy, um, uh, no. Taking Back Sunday, no, like all these guys. Oh, who else? Both of those it? bands I don't like. Exactly, but that's what that was like. The those were the biggest ones at the time. You I know what I mean? I was thinking more like Rancid, like uh, okay, like I like know. where your train of thought is. I like that better than what was like the top. I like you know. Well, everyone, you know, here's the here's the thing that I should say, like like I said in the beginning, uh, music is so subjective. Sure. That like you know what I mean. If you like Fall Out Boy and you like whatever, uh, Falling Out Sunday, <laughs> like I mean that's that's fine. Same thing. Sure. You know, I mean that that's great. But myself personally, like I'm more of like a Hot Water Music, Thrice, you know, uh, a bit more. I don't know, underground, get up kids. Well, get up kids kind of went more mainstream, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Like I said, it's all subjective type shit. Was that your favorite time in music? Uh, Yeah, dude, I have to say. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, because for me, it was like when you said Green Day, that's my favorite time in music those years. But like the 2006s to 2009s, I'm like, nah, I don't know. Don't get me wrong, though, because I hate those guys who are like, what band of band do you like? You like Nickelback? I fucking hate you forever. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, Nickelback is like like fish in a barrel at this point. You know what I mean? Right. And like. As far as the whole, like, I mean, you can, you can, uh, YouTube, like, I mean, like, all mainstream music sounds the same, and it really does. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's the same thing with country it's music. Pop, pop, oh, yeah. Well, it's the same. Country's oh, not even country. You're anymore. talking to someone who opened for Saving Able. Sure. All right. <laughs> I opened for Saving Able. Oh, where did you do that? I did that at Nutty's North. Okay. As a solo act, as Acoustic Exile. And then I was also playing bass for a band called Stay Lucky. And we played the shitty show. name. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Thank you. Shitty name, shitty band. Shitty name, shitty band. <laughs> what movie is that from? The Dirt. Dirt. Uh, have you seen that? I love it. Pretty <laughs> good movie. Fucking with you. No, but just uh, hurt my feelings. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you. We that. didn't even hear the ma- the band either. Yeah, you like, didn't even hear. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. You know what's really weird about that band? Now we've already outed them. Um, <laughs> stay lucky. Fucking first exposed. of all, first of all, Brian Hoffman is a great guy. Okay. Uh, I don't know any of these people. He's the, he's the main. He's the main. Uh, he's the guy who wrote all the songs. They were a two piece band. It was him and his cousin, and his cousin. Who I have no problem saying can go fuck himself. Yeah, fuck you, man. Yeah, fuck you, fuck Andy. you, man. That guy's a yeah. Uh, he's yeah, a piece Jordan. of work. Say fuck him, fuck Andy, fuck you, Andy. You fucking <laughs> yeah. piece of shit. All right, all right. Sorry. I, I shouldn't, like shouldn't have said that. All right, all right. Whoa, that's, right, well, that's enough. That's, he works for the pharmaceutical industry. Dude. I'm gonna have to cut oh, some of that he's out. A fucking, yeah, he's a. No, you don't. You know what? Don't cut any of it out because here's just the probably the last name. I'll probably bleep it. No, there is no last name. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I don't yeah. think we said his last name. Anyway, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Like the band Stay Lucky, like he uh, you know, they were operating as a two-piece band. Okay. And it was just drums and guitar. And Yeesh. so no no real backbone. Yeah, nothing there. And so we were playing a show in Brookings and I was headlining and I was like, "You guys need a bass player. I grew up playing bass." Right. This is what I do. And so I was like, we should do this. And we did it. And we recorded a three-song EP at Cat House. And it sounded amazing. Cool. And we played a bunch of shows. And it was cool. 
and then uh, everything fell apart. There's always one douchebag that usually like pulls shit apart. Everything, everything falls, everything falls apart. And there goes Andy. And then uh, anyway, and so it's like, okay, fine, we part ways. Every everyone parts ways. Fine. Yep. And uh, then, man, and so then, cut to. I'm playing metal now. I've moved on. I've progressed past the the punk rock stages of my life. So I'm doing metal. No, let's so, not say progress. Let's say you moved past. Okay. All right. So I started like <laughs> you I made was, it sound like you graduated or something. Well, kind of. In, right, but I mean, some people they're like, "Oh, dude, that music forever, punk forever." You know what I mean? It's kind of like one of those things. But I get what you're saying. Uh, musicianly, or like, as far as playing, hell yeah, because like punk, it's like, okay, power chord, power chord, power chord. Metal, it's like arpeggio sweeps and like, you know what I mean? So I get you there. I, I get that. More riff driven, but I mean, like, basically, I started a band um, called Slow Motion Collapse. And Better like, name. Better name. And um, and we were a band for like three to four years. <coughs> and it's more in the vein of like what we're doing now. And we're getting closer to getting up to speed, I swear. I know it's a long, no, long-winded is, story. Bro, bro. This is what interviews are, buddy. <laughs> okay, all right. I, I'm sorry. I, I, all right. No, all right. This is so, perfect. I love how you paint the picture. I hate watching a movie and being like, they fucking missed like half of the in-between yeah, story. They just jumped yeah. to the end. What the fuck? So, no, you're doing great. Okay. All right. Perfect. Thank you. Um, so... We did uh, slow motion collapse. We did that for three years, and um, we opened for Drowning Pool. Mm-hmm. And, oh, uh, that the let the bodies hit let the, the floor. floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. He yep. actually did drown his own puke, by the way. I, I think that's a fucking myth. That's one of those was rock it, and roll myth? myths. Yeah, oh, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. That's Actually, you know what? Why don't you Google that? See if the... Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. it's kind of shit anyways, but go ahead. Pull that up, Jordan. <laughs> yeah, we're to pull that up, Jordan. <laughs> like, he's the my Jamie. Um, for like, Joe Rogan podcast. He's my Jamie. Yeah, so did Collapse. Um, collapse was awesome. Um, a lot of egos fighting each other, unfortunately. But... um. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's been a wild ride. I mean, after that, um, that's when I started. That that uh, that ended in two thousand eight, and that's when I started doing the solo stuff. Um, Nobody to argue with but yourself. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a weird breakup. I'm not gonna get into that. But I mean, you like, have a music background, so you do have a um, what's it called? Uh, People like in the music scene in Sioux Falls, they know who you are. I've brought you up to people there. Unfortunately, and, and, so. and it's just mixed reviews. It's always everybody has one thing to say for sure about you: super talented, great guitar player. Yeah. And then half is he's really hard to be in a band with. And then the other, <laughs> half, yeah, and the other half is like, no man, he's just you know really good guitar player, really awesome, no negative. So just like those two things, because like I was involved in the scene for a while back in the day, and then I kind of just you know had a you know baby and. Well, here, here's 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 the last two fiascos that really affected me. Oh, did you find that out real quick? I'm sorry. Not to yeah, he you. died of an undiagnosed heart condition. Okay, there you go. I was yeah. wrong. Yeah the 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 last the last two that really affected me the most was um, well, I was doing, you know, I ap- after after slow motion collapsed. Um, you like how I spun that <laughs> slow motion collapse? Because the bit, I get it. Yeah. Slow motion collapse. Did it? Um, after the band broke up, only I still have my drums. 
after the band broke after the band broke up um you know i decided to go the way of uh the buffalo and just just go solo and so i did that for you know many years and just um doing promoting shows and booking shows and that that just was a huge headache because people were like why am i not being paid the same way that the other band is being paid and it's like well it's because it's just me and the bartender that are sitting here and you did nothing to hand out flyers and you've done nothing for anything now some people would want to go about it you should just split it up evenly and give everyone the same cut of the same door and it's like well if you're not going to put in any work to anything if i have one band that draws 50 people and i have another band that you know draws zero people you're not going to get paid the same true you know and so i mean people don't necessarily agree with that philosophy and that's why I was like, you know what? I don't want to do promotion anymore. And I ran into problems with that. And I was like, and that's why I will never get into promotion again. Because it's just a fucking, it, it really is a pain in the dick. Um, but there were some really tough experiences. Um, you know, smash cutting out of, you know, I mean, there were some wonderful things. I mean, like, I didn't have to. You know, that, that, that's why after slow motion collapse was done, um, I went out on the road with the mother of my child, who was a beautiful person. I can't say a negative thing about her. Um, her, her mother lives a block away from here and her weird sister lives <laughs> away from here. And, uh, you know, I mean, they hate me and, uh, hate's a strong word. Um, I'm pretty sure they hate me, but <laughs> <laughs> there was some weird shit that went down, man. Like, I mean, I was pushed to the limit, dude. Like, there's there's some fucked up shit that went down, and we're not gonna pull the curtain that far back. No, but, we don't want to. No fucking air, right? We don't. <laughs> Real quick, but, but, when you but, have a band, you've had so I think you've named about three different bands that you were in. You know just as well as I know that a band is like a relationship. They're like ex girlfriends. Like when you're in a band, that's like a relationship. You know what I mean? You're married to it. Which band, looking back, are you the most like, oh, like that could have been the one for sure? Like, which one do you miss the most? Well, you know, what's funny is that um, I'm actually resurrecting a lot of the members of Slow Motion Collapse with okay. this new project. Because, and talk about that a little bit. Okay. Um, we're not going to finish the leading up to it? Oh, we'll go back to it. we okay. got plenty of time. We're going to take a break here in a couple minutes, but I want to hear about the, your new project real quick. The new project. We're going to jump ahead to that. This is this this really is a uh, quarant. Uh, Wise guys. Yeah, we go all over the place. There ain't no rhyme or reason, baby. We just own it like Blue Bonnet. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> all right, yeah, new project. Uh, yeah, bringing back some old members. Um, bringing back... Um, the bass player from Slow Motion Collapse and the vocalist from Slow Motion Collapse. Dope. And uh, we've got a new energetic drummer and um, just searching for that other guitar player that can really keep up. Cool. And so. it's a uh, metal. Oh, yeah. And you guys, you guys jam and practice together quite a bit now? Uh, twice a week. 
Dude, that's huge. You know what I mean? That's a lot when you're adults and you have fucking lives and shit. Twice a week, plus I got to do strings. I mean, like, I got to drive everyone. There's always, you know, everyone plays a role in everything. Oh, dude, yeah. So, that's why I mean, it's like it's a marriage. Every band's a marriage, and everybody has their spot and their part and their, you know, like, this is what you are in the band, and everybody knows it. You know what I mean? Now, do you find yourself be, you know, are you writing the music and giving the music out, or is it, like, more creative freedom? I just, uh, right now, which... Which is really nice. Um, I just uh, track all of everything by myself, and I hand it to the guys, and they uh, take care of the rest. Dope. Okay. So, yeah, you are writing it, and then they, yeah. Yeah. we're. Um, I'm looking at uh, a three-part installment of EPs. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, man, we're on our way. Uh, we've got studio time booked for next next month. and Dope. Yeah. So this is the one. You're really pushing it. Well, I mean, it's either, I mean, I, I spent time living in a van by myself and no I river, mean, no, no river down by, uh, there was no river. No, <laughs> I live in a van down no, by no, the river. No, it like it wasn't here because I mean, the river here would just flood your van right away. No, True. there, there was no river, man. I mean, uh. Yeah, there was no river. I mean, as far as the Arca story goes, I mean, like, I, I went solo, and then uh, everything went south with the old lady, and I fucking went out and just fucking did it. And uh, I had a great time. Yeah. I mean, everywhere I went, yeah, especially Boise, Idaho. Shout out to fucking Snarf's, uh Skates, fucking David Henry. Um and who are these people? Penn Gillies. Are they like uh, club owners or something? Uh, well, Schnar Skates is uh, my buddy Spencer Curtis. He's amazing, awesome human being. He uh, he designs T-shirts and uh, is a surfer. And uh, he's originally out of Bend, Oregon. And um, he's just uh, he's got he's putting together a band of his own. But he um, he's just an awesome dude. And yeah, so like, how did these guys help you well, in here's your the, travels? He, well, because it was over 100 degrees for two weeks straight, and I was living in my van. Oh, shit. So, I mean, like, and, and, and when you're parking there, I mean, Boise's a really clean town. Right. So, like, they're not going to just let some fucking hobo <laughs> just stay in his van. Like, you can't just park outside of your house. People are going to be like, what are you doing outside of my house? You right. I mean, so, like, you got to you got to find a place to stay that's cool. And the place that I happened to stay at was right by Hyde Park, which was I saw this Oregon sign because I lived in Eugene, Oregon at one point. And I was like, hey, man, I went to go introduce myself. And he's like, you see that house right there? Have you ever heard of a band called Built to Spill? I'm like, yeah, I love that band. And he's like, well, that's where they live. That's where Doug lives. I'm like, really? And then I ended up hanging out with his son. And it was just a, it was a really weird trip. Like the whole time that I spent in uh, Oregon was, was trippy. Um, and everybody's open and with open arms. It was awesome, there. man. Yeah, no, it was great. I mean, but at the end of the day, you're sleeping in your van alone. Were you gigging then? I was just hitting open mics. Nice. Okay. Just hitting open mics with Every your fucking hat out, collecting money. Yep. 
Yep, hitting open mics every night, and that's what got me the tacos. You know what I mean? Like, I got some tacos, I got some beers for this, and this is it. And the, and the reason why I was stuck in Boise is because I got a fucking DUI. I got a DUI. I had three three dates booked there, and then I was on my way back to Eugene, Oregon. And that's where I wanted to be because I had free studio space, like free studio time for my buddy. And didn't make it there Ooh. and uh yeah so i mean that that happened but uh yeah so i ended up spending three months in uh boise but you know what i don't re- i don't i don't regret it because it was great even though it was the hottest month of the year it was right over 100 degrees over 100 degrees for two weeks straight yeah, from arizona I'm bro i'm fucking used to the 110 whenever but if you're not used that. to it though you're like what the fuck you know not used to it if you're living in a van <laughs> no shit i think out, that's a good toy right there I, let's I'd, I'd, I'd go out there and pour a, a hose on my head <laughs> and i'd go back into fuck. my van would you turn on the van and turn I'd the be, air conditioning be, on and... oh fuck no no fuck no i I'd, I'd 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 pour a hose over my head and then i'd go sit in my van and just relax for a second, and I'd be bone dry within 20 minutes, man. Dry heat. Fuck. Oh, yeah, that dry heat's fun. From Arizona, I lived in Yuma, Arizona, with my mom in a trailer at one point over there, too, and it hit, like, 120, 125 yeah. quite a bit. And wasn't you don't quite that extreme, yeah. It's, yeah, we're in the middle of the desert out there. And fucking, um, okay. if it wasn't for an air conditioner, dude, I, yeah, there's no way. I couldn't imagine doing what you did. that Because that's... That's fucking yeah. That's you can get a heat stroke. You could have shit buck you up later on in life from that. <laughs> you know. What oh, I mean? that's nice. <laughs> so let's go ahead and take a quick break here. We're gonna get back here. Let's do a. I let's think we're bring gonna... Crystal on the stage. Yeah, Crystal. Now, now to the stage. We're gonna take this. Probably break this into two parts, guys. So this is gonna be part one of the interview, and we're gonna do part two right now. We're gonna release part one tomorrow, Thursday. That'll be the eighteenth, and we're gonna release part two. Uh, next Thursday. Don't know when that day is, but we're going to do it all tonight. Hey, hey guys. <laughs> we're the Wise Guys Podcast coming straight from my walk-in closet. So tonight on the show, we have uh, a couple things we want to talk about first. Anchor. Thank you so much, Anchor, for uh, going ahead and sponsoring this show. If you guys heard the commercial before the show, I just wanted to say it again. You know, double thanks to them. Over here to my right, I have my lovely, beautiful... 138 pound co-host Jordan Allman. Say hi to the people, Jordan. It's more like 300, but hello. 300. And tonight we have an interview with Mr. Donnie. How do you say your last name, Donnie? Uh, Scriver. Johnny Donnie Scriver. Man, I'm gonna mess that up a lot. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> so we're kicking off season two. We're gonna do a lot more interviews this season. We've got a lot more interviews this season. We're gonna go ahead and uh, start it off with a local musician who has traveled the U.S. He's starting a new rock project. I'm going to tell you all about it. I've actually jammed with him myself, and he's probably one of the best uh, acoustic guitar players I've jammed with in a long time, man. You're very, very good. Oh, thank you very much. And uh, the true musician through and through, you can tell when you talk to certain people where their dreams are, where their dreams lie, and this is definitely it for him. Um, we got a lot of stuff that we're going to talk about, but before we do that, let's go ahead and roll that intro music. So, 
it's kind of nice to uh, finally have a <laughs> musician on the show. We've had MMA fighter. We've had nice. business owners. We've had uh, tons of people, wives. <laughs> yeah. Wives. Uh, first wives? musician. Yeah, dude, we've had wives on the show. Why? Yeah, why, right? <laughs> exactly. Well, when no, they burn okay. their husbands I, when they keep, the when they, you know what? I should, I should, I should uh, definitely. I could, I could tell you the story really quick, actually. So well, one of the wives. No, I mean, I, I don't mean why, like as in, I mean, I'm just saying, like, what, what was the premise? I'm not, not to diminish the oh. uh, female. Oh, it, it was a funny story. Gender. When yeah, when you go back, actually, if you ever listen to one of our stories, one of the wives burnt their husband's penis with a hair straightener. See, I don't approve of that. Yeah, no, he didn't either. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, just joking, laughing, ha ha ha, ha ha, funny, tss, done deal. No. <laughs> yeah, no, just a tip. Yeah, no, I don't like that. Tip. No, I don't like that. I don't like that. Um, you know, I, w- one common theme with this whole like um, Me Too movement or whatever that I found, like, I, I honestly um, think that the philosophy of like if you're gonna throw out an allegation towards someone that you should have to endure the same punishment that that person does. Oh, yeah. Um, this wasn't like out of malice or anything. It no, no, wasn't no. a hardcore well, thing. Well, I'm saying I, I've experienced Sure. That, yeah, you know no. what I mean? Like being like not necessarily a public figure, but I mean like someone who's been involved in the, in the music totally. scene in Sioux Falls for a long time. I, I posted a, uh, <laughs> you know, a drunken rant at one point, and it was like a throw a prego down the stairs. And uh, <laughs> see, you laugh. You laugh, and that's because it's funny yeah. because it's so outrageous. It's But I lost friends over that. I, I like that I like that kind of comedy, though. Sometimes, yeah, but, you know, yeah, but depending it's not, on where it's, it's not at. not funny. Yeah, exactly. But uh, And there were people that weren't even my friends that, that were chiming in. And they're like, your misogyny is well known throughout Sioux Falls and blah, blah, blah. Damn. And just thrown under the bus. And, well, it's just so hard being perfect, right? Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, there was another time. Uh, it was not even too long ago. I was standing out back at the Top Hat Bar, the, the, the hipster mecca. And I was, you know, just drinking a beer, minding my own business. And, um, uh, <clears throat> you know, I can't get in naming names, but uh, this person. But it was Jason Johnson. Fuck him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yep, that's who it was. Yeah. But yeah, and uh, you know, this this gal comes up to me, and she's like uh, a friend of uh, the mother of my child, and she's like, "Why are you not with your child?" And I'm like, "Well, jeez, this interview just went to intense intensity right away. I love it. Well, I, I mean, love it. I'll pull the curtain back all the way. Mm-hmm. I told I told you right away, like, oh, right, yeah. right out of the gate. Like, see, here's the, here's and the, we'll do a backstory too to it. Yeah, you know what well, I mean? And like, I mean, and that's why I wanted to have you on. And the, what I love about this is is that the reason why the main reason is you get a lot of people that come on shows like this and they're not willing to really open up or talk about things unless, you know, they want to promote something quick. I know I had a guy who wanted to just do his fight stuff, but he actually talked about his background. So it was really cool, but I really uh, like and respect that dude. I mean, I like the fact that, um, and so for me, it's like, I want to know, of course, like how you started playing music, what got to it and then what led you to the exact situation you're talking about right now. Okay. Um, all right, so we'll have to Quentin Tarantino this. Yeah, so dude, I love we're it. St- we're starting at the end. <laughs> we're, we're starting at the end and going. Do you want uh, the sword? I'll grab the sword. <laughs> yeah, you got, you got this, the dude, this dude has a katana. So, um, yeah, to, to anyone listening to this, um, uh, yeah, uh, my name is um, Donald William Scriver, and I play music. Um, I've done solo music uh, since 2008, worked with uh excellent sound engineer his name is mike dresh um 
Cat House Studios all day long, and uh, he's helped me out a lot. Oh, and I, when I said that you're one of the best people I've jammed with, I really meant that, man. Wow, I, I mean that, you know, um, very, and you know, I think the first time that we jammed too, we both drank a little too much probably. And you, we were still pretty, you know, still pretty together. And that's how you find out if someone's good or not. Like you kind of did. And I could tell you were doing that to me when you first met me too. You're like, all right, we'll come over then. If you know to jam, come over right now. <laughs> Cause you know, cause everybody says they can play an instrument. Sure. You know what I mean? Everybody. And I so. Can. <laughs> nope. You I tried no. to play the drums once, and it was just. What happened? I, I was just hitting it, like I was just beating into the drum. Yeah. Box. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, it's kind of funny, you know what I mean? Like it, that's one of those things where, like, if if you uh, do not know how to play guitar, and you just hand someone a guitar, and you're mm. like, okay, play. Yeah. Versus like someone who's played for like twenty years, there's gonna be a difference. You know for what sure. I mean? And yep. like, and then, and then there's that always that um, same mindset of like, well. I tried to play guitar, but it wasn't any good, so I quit. So like <laughs> Isn't that funny? It's like you can't do that with anything else. Yeah, you can't do that with, with anything else, literally. And that's funny that you bring that up. I was at uh, Best Buy once, and uh, this is not – I'll put this on anything. I'm getting the guitar – remember Guitar Hero when that came out? Yes. So everybody's a guitar player then. You know what I mean? And this little kid goes, <laughs> Remember, but come on, you know what I'm saying. So this little kid goes, oh, I bet you're one of those guys who plays real guitar, huh? <laughs> I was like, I thought like. That happened? Was, that happened. He's like, you're probably one of those guys who play like real guitar, huh? Because he was just jamming hard. Like just at like red, blue, green, 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 blue, blue, orange. And then I was like, dude, this is tough. He's like, yeah, you're probably one. I think he meant it as like, I'm not going to be good at this game. I don't game. know. I mean, like, I guess it's, it's a skill set like within it itself just like anything else yeah i mean i guess if you're i, I feel like guitar hero is more of like a muscle memory like if you memorize the song yeah it's gonna come natural and it's not easy but 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 where's the payoff there's no <laughs> i mean i don't know unless but, you're but, uploading but we videos don't, but now. we don't but we don't know that well they're, because they're... because there's look if you look at like uh now japanese there's, there's japanese like hologram yeah like where they're they will throw down like a hologram. Have you seen the job? No. What yeah, is this? dude, dude. It, it like and it's like epic amounts of fans that show up, and it's just a hologram chick, and like a full band, and I mean, there's no, there's really no limitations as far as music goes. I mean, like if you can dictate the music through red, green, red, green, versus actually playing an instrument. Um, there's no way to really look down your nose at anyone. Sure. Um, like you said, muscle memory. Um, you know, but in the end, I mean, like it, it it's really tough. I mean, like everyone wants to, there's so many shredders out there. There's so many good musicians that are Aren't out there. Aren't they kind of a dime a dozen when it comes to good, good, like good yes. guitar players? And that's, but not that's what I was, that's what I was driving at. Like there, there's, there's a, there's a, a nine year old in Japan that can run circles around me right now. I guarantee you. Oh, for sure. So, I mean, like, you know, it's, it's not all about strictly skill sets like that. It, 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 it comes down to, it's all super what I would call subjective. Okay. So, anyway. So back to you. Okay. When it comes down to, so when did you pick up your first guitar? First time that I played guitar, 
was when I it was 1994, and I I moved from Sioux Falls to Watertown, South Dakota. Ugh, I know that town. You do? Ah, gross. I went to high school in Sisseton, South Dakota. Dude, it's not a bad town. I mean, it's just Water so Town's dreary and boring. Like, shout the, out the to mall. Jeff Lamb. Shout out to Jeff Lamb and. Uh, Sparky's Bar, shout out to them, shout out to Randy, shout out to uh, Doc's Bar. Hey, shout out to my uncle Jim Asup, who's on the radio out there all the time. There you go. I'll be playing shout out to, out there. Shout out to Timmy Williams from Whitest Kids You Know. Went to high school with him, man. Very cool. Yeah, I mean, and I, I, I don't mean it in a sense like, ew, it's whatever, but like, I just remember going to that mall as a kid coming from Arizona when I was 14, because I moved from Arizona to Sisseton to go to high school there. So like... It's quite a move. Dude, Arizona to there. So like, you open the mall, it's like, this is what they looked like in these 80s movies and stuff. They had like nine stores total and like, I don't know. So, Mark, do you mind if I ask, uh, how old are you? I'm 31. 31? How old are you, Jordan? 24. Oh, my Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an I'm, old man. I'm, I'm the oldest guy in the fucking room, dude. Always, dude. No, I'm just kidding. How old are you? I'm uh, 36. No, that ain't bad. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers! Cheers to that, dude! Oh my goodness! I might be thirty-two. I don't know. Maybe I'm thirty-two. Yeah, maybe 32. thirty-one or thirty-two. Maybe I don't 32. know. One of those diseases. I know I'm not over that. All right. Well, but yeah, no. It's. No. Uh, but yeah. So when you said 1994, I was like, yeah, okay, so I was eight years old. Ninety-four was the year that uh, Green Day Dookie mm. uh, um, came out, and uh, arguably the best punk album ever. Uh it was a f- great album. Dude. Changed lives. Dude. Great album, man. Chain- I picked up a guitar because of those guys. I yeah. can say. That's what uh, made me started playing bass, and I uh, started my first band. It was called Bomb Threat, and uh, we played the middle school dance. Hell yeah! And, uh, Hell we, yeah! We, uh, our first cover was uh, Glycerine <laughs> Bush. by Bush. Glycerine, Glycerine, Glycerine! Oh my God, I love it, dude. That's good. Clearly music. before my hey, time. Hey, come on, man. We also covered the Beatles. Nice. But anyway, there you go. Uh, yeah. So we did that, and then um, I moved on from there. I I uh, I actually uh, stayed in in uh, Watertown for a couple turbulent years. Um, pulling back the curtain, uh, my my late father, um, a great man, um, moved up there. He was a social worker and uh, was helping the uh, migrant workers. Cool. Um, he met my uh, mother in Central America when he was teaching uh, English in college and um, brought her back. And uh, hence, here I am. Very half, cool. Half German and half uh, spicky. So what are you? I can, I, can, I can say half spick, half German. Me too, man. Yeah, that's I am. Not, that's, not, that's not appropriate. No, I mean, you can't, if, you, if you are it. You can say then it. Then I can say then it. Then you can say it. Then I can say it. Okay. But I mean, like, if you're not it, then half you can't. Spick. Yeah. Half spick. Half wetback. I am too, yeah. A yeah, coconut. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, see, go. yeah, I'm half Spanish, and so it's like... <laughs> like I feel like, like I should go start a farm right now. He's, he's like, dude, you can't say that, man. <laughs> he's like, you what about do that. What about the sponsors, Mark? You just talked about it. Oh, By shit. the way, if you guys are going to start a podcast, start it on I Anchor. Just, I, just, I just screwed, <laughs> Anchor. screwed it all up. But anyway, yeah, no, uh, you know, I mean, half... Uh, you know, whatever, you know, they call it a coconut. You know, I look uh, Hispanic on the outside. Sure. But, but very much Midwest. So on you the play outside. the high school or middle school dance. Yep. Yep. So did the middle school dances. Um, and um, dad had some uh, some issues going on and uh, he ended up passing away. Mm-hmm. And um, and I decided that punk rock was the way to go. Sure. And so I moved to Sioux Falls. And 
uh, just started doing Ramones covers and um, went on tour from there. And um, So right, not from the middle. How old were you? Uh, I was 17. Okay. And then you had a band, that same band? That, that's, was that your one of your longest bands? Well, I was actually expelled from the Watertown uh, High School. She totally went punk rock. Well, I, I actually didn't even. The fucked up thing is that I didn't even want to be expelled. I was like, I was trying to finish it out. I got my GED when I was sixteen. Wow, um, that's an accomplishment, dude. Not, a high school no, diploma doesn't no. mean shit. I don't even mean to say that. Like, it's like some fucking. No, thing. And, and you didn't though. But I'm saying, like, uh, let's be real. Unless you are going to be, even then, a high school diploma is just a piece of paper. Especially nowadays, if you're going to take your tests and get an SAT and do all this stuff, and just is just my opinion. Um, if you're going to go to a big college and do all that stuff, man, because I did that, you know, I got my high school diploma, I went to college, and I'm still paying on loans that well, yeah. I'm just for the yeah. job that I'm not even in. You know and I, I mean? and I think that I think that a lot of people are waking up to that now. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, at that point in my life, um, <clears throat> I just uh, my dad actually pushed me towards that. He was like, "Okay, you got to expel because I had too many unexcused absences." So you're just ditching and. Uh, well, it wasn't so much that. It was an unexcused absence is you're five minutes late. What? Which is, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are yeah. you serious? Fucking ain't right, dude. And that was the last thing. It was from, I, I'll never forget. <sighs> Kicking kids out I'll of never, school. I'll, I know. I'll never forget. my the, the very last strike that I had, I actually went from my science room, and I was like, oh, shit, I forgot my book in my math room. And I ran down the hall to grab my math book. And I came back in. And he's like, go to the go to the principal's office. That was it. And I was like, dude, if I get this, this is my last strike. And he's like, it's your time. You're fucking kidding me. Yep. They're and kicking, that's, that, and that's kicking what kicked me kids out. out of school, making some kids like you. You've got your own place. That, you've got a job. You've got your thing. But for some kids, that'll drive them to such depression, thinking they're such pieces of shit. Could be a game changer. Big time. Because you're fucking five minutes late. Yeah. I understand. Teach the kid a no lesson. No common sense, dude. Give, no there's common no sense. common sense to that. Yeah, and honestly, yeah. give the kid. It was fucked up, dude. It was. It was you or something. It was really fucked up. It was really school. fucked up, man. Like, I mean, like, and there was a lot of other shit going on. Sure. I mean, like, going on behind the scenes. Right. Um, but to let know, that be that the it was straw that breaks. It was the camel's a, back is it was a minutes. weird it was a weird time in my life i mean and I, and I feel like i mean like uh that is really what drove me to write a lot like a lot of my music you know cool. what i mean like it gave me the inspiration to like uh play music and we're hoping I mean? that you'll uh play something for us today before you bounce yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Cool, man. Absolutely, man. And and thank you again for having me on the podcast. Yeah, dude, thanks for being um, on. And but uh, you real know, quick. Let, let me expand. Let me expand. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Um, you know, at that time in my life, um, my late father, he like I said, he was a great man, social worker, sticking up for people who couldn't stick up for themselves. Right. And uh, but also, um, you know, struggled severely. Sure. With alcohol. Okay. And, um, you know, that was one common theme thread that has been gone through my life. Genetic. It's genetic. Well, I mean, some people say genetic, but I mean, like, the bottom line is that... Um, you don't believe it's a disease? Um, I'm not even going to speculate on that. What I'm going to say is that... Uh, I'm going to say that... 
despite like how good of a human being you are, mm-hmm. it's something that can affect you. And until you can reconcile like where you're at in your life, sure, and find some sort of balance, because that that's really what it's all about. Like a moderation balance, you mean, or just balance in general? Uh, just balance in life. I mean, like just just finding a balance in life. I mean, like basically, you know, for myself, like I know that you know. Uh, that's a total Midwestern segue. (laughs) Well, you know, well, you know, uh, (laughs) um, uh, what what I will say is that, um, there have been shows that I should have played clean. Mm -hmm. There have been studio sessions that I should have done clean that weren't there. Sure. And, and then what about bandmates and people and, that you knew past? Did you kind of lose relationships? Well, yeah. I mean, your judgment is affected. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's... Uh, don't live the rest of your life apologizing for it, though. Well, you don't. I mean, and again, you were saying the theme was anxiety, and it was kind of funny because... And that's something that I wanted to push that on. I haven't mentioned it yet, though, because I was looking for a title of the show. Sure, uh, but sure. But I'm we're, glad you brought we're, that we're, up. We're retracing the steps. I'm so, glad you so, brought it so up. So let's let's bring it up to speed. Sure. I'll try to speed it up. <laughs> no, dude, take your time. I, I enjoy this. Okay. All right. Well, um, <clears throat> all right. So <clears throat> so I was expelled. Mm-hmm. Uh, my father was suffering horribly from alcoholism. And uh, a great man, man. A great man. And it was really hard. And it was really hard to see him do that. Sure. R- rubbing his back puking in a bucket um it's tough drew a lot of inspiration from it though um absolutely and that's why you're still playing music today well he was very supportive i mean he um he bought me my first bass when i was you know 14 years old and uh, i just never put it down and that's what it what i did and then i moved on to um to acoustic guitar and my mother's always been very supportive too, but I mean, she married rich and went on and, uh, that was the other aspect. And we're, we're going to dive into that as far as anxiety, because, uh, the, the piece of shit that, that, uh, she married was a fucking pig farmer from Iowa who used to like to, uh, think it was funny to slap me around. Sure. And for the listeners too, if you're going on here now, the, the title of the show is, you know, interview with, uh, with Donnie. Um, the local musician also, I wanted to reach out and talk a little bit about, um, anxiety It's something that I've suffered with, uh, a lot lately, especially anxiety attacks, panic attacks, uh, check myself into an uh, ER because I thought I was having a heart attack. I've got a clean bill of health. I'm a healthy guy. I got nothing really wrong with me, but my brain just, you know, doesn't want to cooperate that way. Wanted to give a shout out to, um, destroying anxiety. It's a YouTube page. It's a guy that uh, I've been listening to. Um, a lot lately, and he deals with a lot of like um, mental stress, head dizziness, pressure. He's helped me through a lot of this stuff, and it's uh, I'll link his page in the description when I put this video on YouTube. But it's uh, destroying anxiety. I actually let him know I was going to do a shout out. So we're really lucky today, guys, to have not only a killer cool interview, but we also wanted to dive a little bit into anxiety. And if you guys kind of started listening to this episode now and wonder like, oh, I thought we were just talking talk about music or do whatever. Donnie's also jumping into his life a little bit because we want to get in and on the 
reasons why you could be stressed, anxiety, things you've gone through in your past, and hopefully this helps somebody. And hopefully when you listen to this, you can realize that you're not alone, you know? So, but yeah, man, so, you know, you dealt with a lot of that, then you went on tour, um, and, you know, you, and then, so, you, yeah, so yeah. go keep going. Okay, yeah, no, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, I mean, basically... Um... Oh, I'm sorry. You're talking about your step, your your stepdad. You're the one your mom married, right? Yeah, man. I mean, like, the, I think that the seeds get planted pretty early. Sure. And they manifest later on. And they do. I mean, uh, it's easy to bury it when you're a kid. You can bury it down, and then they explode. Yeah, I I, I mean, I honestly believe that, and uh, I think that, man. It's really tough to talk about. Sure, and it is, and you know what I mean, and and that's why you know you could talk about some things and you, it, real easy, but when you when you bring up a lot of certain things for some people, they always say, "Well, just talk about it or get it out there," blah blah blah. But it's not always the easiest thing to do. So no, I kind of want to I mean, drive. Like, it, it's okay. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep uh, driving forward and, and just yep. uh, wrap this up. So I mean, basically, uh, for anyone that's out there um, that uh, knows who, uh, if you Google "acoustic exile," my music is out there. Um, it's readily available. Um, I'll play a song for you later on. Um, right. And I'm grateful. I mean, I mean, what are your thoughts on anxiety? 